to Denver Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com. Mountain Mile High Region, what is up? It is Denver Sports Tonight. I'm your host, Cecil Lamy, and this microphone almost slapped me in the face. Do I get workman's comp if this thing knocks out a tooth? Is that why D-Mac was standing up? Like, I know D, you get a different energy when you stand up in the studio, but I came in today and saw my man Orlando Franklin shout out, Big O, and of course I saw D-Mac, and D was standing up, and I was like, maybe it's because this microphone pops up. See that? Like, it just pops up, like automatic type thing. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll be all right. You'll be all right. We're talking about what? The Denver Broncos uh, and the hangover, I guess. Non-drinking hangover, obviously, from the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, man, it feels great. feels great to be a Denver sports fan right now. And you're on top of the world. Like, you see the, has Kendrick Perkins apologized yet? Has Nick Wright apologized yet? Not sure about Nick Wright, but Perkins has said that they need to market Yogesh more, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That means he needs to watch more, basically. Like, Pretty much. To, and I've, I've it, said it, similar things, but like Perkins is saying it because, carry the hell on. He's saying it because he just didn't watch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how many big personalities have have revealed themselves as dirty casuals, you know? <laughs> because a, a, a lot of a lot of their takes, dirty casuals, yeah, a lot of okay. their takes is really just, oh, he doesn't have the look, he doesn't pass the eye test, it's he doesn't look like a superstar, but that's that's the most basic thing ever, right? For right. someone who doesn't, I actually think we know, have two extremes that have been battling in the NBA. I think baseball got overtaken by the nerds anyway, and listen, baseball is the perfect sport. I think it is. Um you get into too many of the analytics, and it's like, ah, you lost me there, uh, Francis. Nerds! Yeah. Nerds! Uh, I think in basketball, you have the extreme. You have dirty casuals per tie. His word's not mine, although Perk is a dirty casual. Um, and then you have, like, the super nerdy stat heads. It's like, okay, calm down there, Pollyanna. Like, I don't need to know the per and the were and the war and all that. Like, I've got eyes. And what my eyes tell me is Nikola Jokic is the greatest player on the planet. Like, and he has been for some time. And it's pretty easy to see that. So I think it's fun. It's funny. It's what I wrote about a few weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago in Mile High Monday. Like, don't worry about Nick Wright. Don't worry about Kendrick Perkins. Don't worry about Stephen A. losing all respect. Ah, Scott and win it all. And then watch everyone shut the hell up. You know, um, watch everyone kind of backtrack or go back on what they said or maybe actually pay attention to what the Denver Nuggets are doing. So I think Nuggets fans maybe got a little bit too upset about that stuff, even though I start the show with it tonight. Um, I think maybe there's a little too much emphasis. Like, they're not talking about the Nuggets enough. And they're not, yeah, yeah, huh? They're not going to. Okay? And that's a good thing. Because then it just means all the national analysts will get egg on their face at the end of the day. And that was it'll be bonus. meme-worthy, right? It'll be replay-worthy. It'll be retweet-worthy. Whatever you want to say, like, yeah, that's fine. Hey, don't talk about the Nuggets. Don't give them their proper due. 
And then when they win it all, as they were the best team in basketball all year. And I am not a dirty casual, uh, but I do love basketball. I mean, I, I because my job is covering football, and my job is the NFL, and I always kind of laugh when I will post one of my articles, like Mile High Monday at denversports.com, and someone will comment, like, you know the Nuggets are playing, right? And part of me wants to be a jerk and be like, you know my job is only football, right? And, yeah, I did write a little bit about the Denver Nuggets and those columns at denversports.com, but my job is football. Um, but even as much time as I spend covering football, I'll tell you this, you could see that they were the best team in basketball all season long. That's not even – it's not a hot take. That's not anything. That's just the way it was. I mean, it was, uh, you know – wall to wall you're going to go and you're going to play that great basketball and you're going to do in the postseason yeah nobody's going to stop you so when people get upset it's like okay don't don't give those guys the time of day and the nuggets will win it all and then it will be the sweetest of sweetness you know and i think it was a fun ride and as a basketball fan because i flip and love basketball as a basketball fan not necessarily a Nuggets fan. I've been in, I've been here all my life, um, and I do remember the old T.R. Dunn, Bill Hanslick, Michael Adams days, and Lafonso Ellis. I've told that story. Um, but because of my job, like, for example, I'm going to totally bore you, but the other day on Monday I was watching Britton Covey film. Does anyone outside of maybe Utah State alums know who Britton Covey is? He's a return guy for the Eagles. And he was doing some things in mandatory minicamp. And my job is to know as much as I can about every player in the league. So, yeah, I was watching Utah State film on Monday and writing about Britton Covey because that's my job. And I'm very proud of that. Now, it also means that I'm not going to be I'm not going to be watching a bunch of Rockies games. Um, not going to watch as much hockey as hockey fan. You're never going to get a hockey fan convinced that you're a hockey fan. Okay, Um, and then, like, basketball. I love basketball, and I'll watch basketball, and even watching basketball and just knowing the game of basketball, like, it was evident. So if all the talking heads did not have anything good to say about the Nuggets, fine, let them keep talking and just go win it all. Now go win another one. Like, this feels so good right now as a Denver sports fan. It feels fantastic as a Denver sports fan. I was at Broncos Mandatory Minicamp for three days. I'd say there's some pretty good things you need to be feeling good about if you are a Broncos fan. So right now, Denver, just soak it in, baby. Soak it in. Haters going to hate. It's like a dog barking. It's not going to stop. Don't get mad at the dog. Don't get mad at the haters, right? They're sitting there. Row, 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 row. That, yeah, huh? Fine. Keep. Yes. Go. Go. Then they win it all. Now you can say in the famous words of the great Sandy Clough, shut up. Do we still have that drop, Ty? <laughs> we should still have that drop if, if we do not have that drop. But, yes, like, now is the time when you can say that. But don't worry about it, baby. Light and sweet. Life's too short. Go out and enjoy the championship. Enjoy this run. It's, it's honestly a pinch-me moment. And seeing so many friends that have been long-suffering, long-time Nuggets fans and going over the days of Fat Lever. Or, like I said, Antonio McDice, LaFonso Ellis, right? The Carmelo Anthony days. 
just going through the memories of being a Nuggets fan and seeing you guys as Nuggets Nation, it's fantastic. So tell those haters just to shut up. It doesn't matter. That's where they're at. That's what they do, and they'll keep doing it. So whatever. Shut up! Thank you. Ty, look at Ty on the ones and twos. Ty, you're my man. You're my boy, Blue. I'm going to call you Blue tonight, Ty, because you are my boy. Blue's my favorite color. That's how we work it right here on Denver Sports. And listen, it's a great time to be a Denver Sports fan because you know the Avs are going to be there next year. You know the Nuggets are going to be there next year. Whatever with the Rockies, like whatever. Um, you know, I I don't think until the Monfords sell the team that we really have much of anything to say. Bagging on the Rockies is so, like, old. It's passe. It's pointless. It's meaningless. Nothing's going to change because you all still keep going to the best club in Denver. Right? The best bar in Denver happens to be Coors Field. Ask Richie Carney. But either way, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Rockies, whatever. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the three major sports and hockey. Like, you you have some really good things uh, to be excited about if you are a Denver sports fan. And I don't want to be the guy that overhypes things. But in watching the Broncos at mandatory minicamp, it feels like the adults are in charge. Um, it, it feels differently. And, yes, I was excited about Nathaniel Hackett. Yes, I was excited about Russell Wilson. Um, one of the things about doing this job is you're going to get emotions, you're going to say things, and then people are never going to let you forget. Lord knows if I happen to post something about a draft pick I like, there's going to be some guy out there that will be like, and you like Paxton Lynch. Yeah, and I had a first-round grade on Dak Prescott. What do you we want to do this dance? We want to keep going there? How about I just not be excited about anything, right? Is that what you want your Broncos coverage to be? Yeah, we just don't know. Well, we'll talk about stuff we don't know about next. Like, seriously. And now, on the flip side of that, like I said, there's two sides of the coin with basketball fans. There's the, you know, dirty casuals, and then there's the super stat heads that go way too far. Uh, with analytics and numbers and stuff like, hey, 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 buddy, just let me watch the game, okay? I think with Broncos analysis, you get the websites that are just like, everything's great, it's great, everything's awesome, it's totally awesome. That's bull, bull pucky, okay? And I wish I could cuss, Ty, it's me. So remember to always have the dump button ready because I'm from the country and I work in profanity like an artist works in oils and clays. But my, my point is this. You, you can be the hater, like, everything sucks, everything's wrong. Like, nobody likes that. You can be the, we're just fans, we're right there with you. Like, no, no, your job is to be an analyst, not to be a fan, okay? Your job as a fan is done. Once you get that media badge, at least it should be, it's not that way for everybody in the media, and certainly Nuggets Media has always had the problem of having too many fanboys in it. But, like, no, 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 your job as an analyst isn't to be a fan. My job as a fan is to be a fan. And I'm not saying my's and me because I'm not really a football fan anymore. Like, people try to give me crap about being a Steelers fan. I'm like, I'm not really a Steelers fan. I'm not really – I'm an analyst. Like, I can't look at this thing and be like, I love Kenny Pickett. No, Kenny Pickett's okay. Like, he's all right. Um, you know, would I rather have a different quarterback? Uh, sure. Kenny Pickett to me is like Derek Carr. Like, he's okay. Um, you know, but – there's better options, certainly. So don't be a fan. If you have a media badge, be an analyst. And as an analyst, 
Don't be negative, Nelly. Just be realistic. Don't be super positive. Everything's great. It's totally great. Come on, buy a salad. Like, no, no, no. None of that. That's not an, that's not analysis. That's not analysis whatsoever. Everything's Sean Payton. They're going to totally, they're, they're probably going to win 12 games, 15 games. You know, like, it's ridiculous. We've got to stop this. And I'm talking to the Denver media specifically, and don't tempt me to name names, because I will, because I don't care. Like, people will be all right. I think I called out uh, Chris Thomason the other day for asking Vance Joseph about his parking space, right, on Orange and Blue today. And my man, Andrew Mason, he's like, man, you know, you have no problem calling anybody out. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Chris will be all right. I'll be all right. We don't have time to ask about Vance Joseph's flipping parking spot, okay? I asked about Russell Wilson, and I thought his answer was interesting because I said, does Russell Wilson still have it? And he didn't say emphatically yes. He's like, well, that's, that's Coach's job to get that out of him. Oh, okay, VJ. Thanks for that. So, yeah, I think that when you get that badge, when you get that media access, it's not so you can be a fan. It's not so you can take selfies at the game. And listen, this is after a championship for the Nuggets. I'm saying go nuts, go wild, do that all. These don't come around very often. But you know what? When it comes to the Broncos, and I'm at mandatory minicamp, and I'm seeing guys playing grab ass, I'm seeing guys telling Dick Cheney jokes, it's literally pissing me off. Okay, I know I'm not supposed to cuss. I don't want to get personal or get in trouble. Cecil, would you come to Raj's office and bring everything in your desk, please? You were cussing on the air again. Um, but it literally ticks me off. Is that better for little Timmy in the car? Sorry, Timmy. It literally ticks me off when I see reporters talking about the vacation, right? And I've said it before in Orange and Blue today. I don't even want people to talk to me during practice. I stand at the end with Jeff Legwald, and we don't say anything to each other. Maybe once in a while I'll comment a little bit here and there. But, like, leave me alone. I'm there to watch practice. I'm there to analyze. Okay? That's my job. And I think in the Broncos coverage, we get too many people that are just like, everything's great. Sean Payton's here. Everything's great. That's not the case. If you're listening to media that is nothing but absolutely 100% positive because that's their business model. Okay? It's business, baby. It's business. It's selling salads. Like, we know this. It's that Bronco salad that I've talked about. You want that Bronco salad. You want it. It's all good for you. Them leafy greens are good for you. Those tomatoes are good for you. You want that Bronco salad. That's all it is. It's someone trying to sell you a Bronco salad. I'm saying not everything's going to be great. I'm excited about this team. I'm going to tell you about the real about this team. Okay? There are reasons to be excited because the adults are in charge with the Broncos. But I caution you, be careful who you listen to in the Denver media because there's too many people that don't pay attention at practice because they're talking about vacation or the parade or the blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up. Shut up. When they're stretching, talk about the flipping Rockies. If they're not stretching, I don't want to hear these conversations. That's why I stand at the end. That's why I stand away from everyone else. Not because I'm antisocial. i got plenty of friends in the Denver media. The Denver media is pretty fine. Like, pretty much eh, a couple jerks, but, like, mostly good people. But it's like... Seriously, we're there to analyze. We're there to work. You can't work if you're talking about, well, I'm going to Cancun this year or whatever. Like, I don't care. I literally don't care. I want to care about what the Broncos are doing. I want to care about what the Nuggets are doing. So please, for the love of God, I'm warning everyone out there, as a fan, just be careful. Don't fall into that trap of, I only listen to stuff that's positive. Now, again, at the same time, if someone's on our airwaves and everything's wrong, 
You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call him out. I'm going to call him out. And because that's not right either. It takes balance, daniel son. It takes balance when it comes to covering these teams. Because you have to ask the questions, and sometimes those questions are tough questions. You know, does Russell Wilson still have it? That's a tough question. And it's one of the reasons why, instead of asking about Vance Joseph's parking spot, like Chris Thomason did from Denver Post or wherever he's at now, and he's a nice guy, greatest guy ever, whatever I got to say. Like, it's not even personal. It's just the example of we don't have time. They don't give us a lot anymore. Uh, There's certainly no leaks. Uh, no, no Broncos insider. I always laugh when someone's like, I'm a Broncos insider. I'm like, I haven't seen you at a single practice this offseason. How are you a Broncos insider when you don't go to a single practice? Not one. Not one. Like, I'm an insider. Like, what? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. The Broncos have some really good things going on. But there are some concerning spots with this team. I'll go over some of them tonight, some of my bold predictions. Not hot takes. Hot takes are dumb. But I'll go over some of my bold predictions for this season. But I first wanted to congratulate Nuggets Nation. I wanted to say, hey, this is this is the time to go nuts. This is the time to, you know, spray with the champagne and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is the time when, as a media member, you can really feel what it's like to be a fan. But as a media member, you should not be a fan. You should be an analyst. Because a fan is going to say, everything's okay, everything's great, this is going to work out. As an analyst, you're going to say, well, I hope this works out, but if this happens, that's not going to happen. And if this happens, then they're going to have to do this differently. Like, that's what being an analyst is. That's the difference. And that's why you have to always take time with understanding where you're getting your information from. And when you do that, I think you can find some really good information. I've often said, like, if I'm doing Nuggets, my man Chris Dempsey is one of my favorite guys in the world to talk about the Denver Nuggets, right? Why? Because it's honest. It's honest. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what you want from all this coverage. And I don't care if it's Altitude or KOA or the fan. I don't care who it is. You just want honesty, And I think that when it comes to the Nuggets and the Broncos, especially now as we transition more into, you know, off-season mode and Broncos mode and can they do it all, like, I think that's something to really emphasize and look forward to and look towards and be like, you know what? I've got to find where the truth is at because we've been fooled, man. And, And again, I'll go back and say it. I was excited about Nathaniel Hackett. I feel like an idiot now. I feel like an absolute moron. Some people are saying, well, you are a moron, Cecil. Zeta. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, I want the Broncos to be so much better. It's mainly for my family because I've come from a family full of Broncos fans. And it's been awful. It's been so terrible. Like, at least my family has had the Colorado Avalanche. At least my family has had the Denver Nuggets to root for, to be excited by, and not to be disappointed by. The Broncos have been so disappointing. And it's not just disappointing, it's embarrassing. And it's not that long ago, sitting across from God rest his soul, John Clayton, at the scouting combine, out of my Tebow time sticker on my laptop. That was probably a mistake. I might have scraped that one off my laptop fairly soon after the 2011 season. But at my Tebow time sticker... 
And I remember telling, I was sitting there um, with Adam Teicher, great work covering the Chiefs. Um, I was sitting there with Charles Robinson. You want to talk about a potty mouth? Great guy, probably one of the greatest guys to report on the NFL. Charles Robinson has a potty mouth. Makes me look like a nun. Anyway, and I remember telling John Clayton, God rest his soul, JC, my man. And I was sitting there at the combine. I was like, you know what? I could be covering the Jaguars or I could be covering the Browns or something. So one of the teams that don't matter, right? One of the teams that are embarrassing, the teams that are a laughing stock. And I was like, I cover the, I, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders. Ty, get that drop. Whereas I play for the Broncos, right? <laughs> what are you driving the emergency lane for? Well, it's an emergency. I was late for work because I play for the Broncos. Like, so I was like that. But I was doing it from the media angle, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have to cover those crappy teams. I play for the Broncos. I mean, I cover the Broncos. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Instead of playing for them, I cover them. And that was nice, right? It was a good feeling. And honestly, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, since it was the Tebow time sticker, it was 2011. Leading up to the 2012. Um, it wasn't that long ago. When Broncos fans, you could look down your nose at the rest of the league. And now you're just hoping you can be relevant. It's been embarrassing. It's been disappointing. Nathaniel Hackett's a huge part of that. Butch Berry's another part of that. Like um, Dwayne Stukes, another part of that. Like you look at this coaching staff last year compared to this year. And I was talking to someone out at the Broncos and I said, I really love your guys' staff. I love the staff out there now because it's a mix. It's a blend of youth. Look at special teams alone. You have Mike Westhoff, who's got more experience than almost anyone in the NFL. And then you got Chris Banjo, who was playing last year. <laughs> like, So you have a mix. And Ben Kotwika is there as well. And thank you for your service, Ben, as he was uh, flew Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters uh, in Iraq for our nation's military. So you've got super experience in West. And that's just special teams. I'm not even talking about the whole staff. So you've got a guy that's got like 40 years experience. you got a guy that is, you know, soldier, uh, flew Black Hawk helicopters in Iraq, and has been a special teams coach under Westhoff for a while. They're kind of a package deal now. And then you've got a former player who's just right here right now, like fresh. So you have this magical blend. And I don't know if it will work, but I feel much better about this than, hey, uh, my, hey uh, Mike Munchak, he's a Hall of Famer. You want to keep him? Nah. Let's bring in Butch Berry so we can yell at everybody and not teach anything. Like, seriously, this staff last year, there was some hot, stinky garbage. I mean, that was the performance, right? Never be personal. It's not personal. I'm saying their performance was hot, stinky garbage. They're the greatest guys ever. Whatever I have to say, like, can we just be honest? The Broncos have been disappointing and embarrassing. I think that stops this year. And, yes, I was fooled by Nathaniel Hackett. And, yes, Russell Wilson needs to play better. All these things, I already know this, okay? I know this, but I know the feeling around that building. I've covered the Broncos since 2004. I know the feeling around the building, and it's different this year. It feels right this year. It feels like they're on the right track this year. So Broncos country, be excited, but be careful of where you get your information. Because you know that information sometimes has an agenda on it. And you don't want that. All you want is the truth. 
And the truth about the Denver Broncos is, I think they can make the playoffs this year. Now, what are my three bold predictions for the Broncos? I only have three. Just three? I got more. I'll just tell you three of them coming up next. It's Denver Sports Tonight on Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. On a Friday night, Denver Sports Tonight. Hands on that wheel, eyes on that road. And as I go through doing some Denver Sports Tonight before I take off the month of July before Broncos training camp, I'm going to give you some of my bold predictions for the Broncos season. And I'll be writing about these also at denversports.com. Make sure you sign up for that Denver Sports Daily every single morning, hot and fresh, right into your inbox. It is the Denver Sports Daily. It's free. No God-blessed paywalls on our site. DenverSports.com is where you're going to go. And you're going to sign up for that Denver Sports Daily because you have a life. We don't. We cover all angles of all Denver sports for you. DenverSports.com. So I'll be writing about my bold predictions this year. And I don't even know if it's that bold because he did it last year, but Justin Simmons is going to lead the league in interceptions. And per Broncos media policy, and thank you, Sean Payton, for robbing us of everything. Um, Thank you, Sean Payton, for bringing the adults back to the building. I want to say that. Uh, I love Sean Payton. I think it's going to work with Sean Payton. I'm not sure if it's going to work with Russell Wilson. More on that later. Um, So when I tell you this, I want to be very clear because, one, I know the Broncos are listening because they listen to us and – when you say something crossways, you are alerted to that. Um, I want the Broncos to know, and I want you as fans and listeners to know, what I'm telling you about Justin Simmons is not revealing anything that I've seen at practice. And I've been at every practice except one because I was in Vegas last week at uh, Circa Las Vegas for a fantasy football event. So here's the thing. Justin Simmons with Vance Joseph. Now, if you're Vance Joseph, think about what a treat that you get. Because you get an aggressive style defense. And even VJ said at his press conference on, what was that, on Wednesday, right? And Vance Joseph was talking about how he's going to take what they've built on last year and he's going to, you know, build from that. Because if there's. Better football? Because if there's someone. Give me a we're back, Ty. Just because I I love that. God bless you. We're back. I love that. That should be my ringtone. I know it's We're John back. John Elway saying my name. We're back. That would be an annoying ringtone. That'd be an alarm. Imagine that is your alarm. We're back. You know. We're back. We're back. Ah, uh, it's time to get up. <laughs> I think it'd be a better alarm than a ringtone. If it was a ringtone, I'd be like, "Don't call me. Nobody call me. Who calls anymore?" Hey, some people still do. You'd be surprised, Ty. Well, actually, who am I to talk? I work in radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I believe that Vance Joseph is under more pressure than anybody. Because if this Broncos defense takes a step back, it's on him. Now, I've alerted people before, like, hey, watch out. The Broncos offense is going to be better. And because because here's what happened last year, right? Everyone, oh, man, the Broncos defense. And you're right. You're totally right. The Broncos defense, super aggressive, playmakers, whatever you want to say. Yes. Yes, I totally agree with you. Broncos defense. Awesome. Top five unit, whatever you want to say. But here's the God's honest truth. When you played against Denver, you didn't have to do anything. If you're an offense and you're playing last year's Denver Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett's running around, doesn't know what he's doing, 
You know what you had to do to beat the Broncos last year on offense? Nothing. You scored 10 points, and I'm being sarcastic. Let's make the number 20, okay? In a league that is all about scoring, all you had to do to beat the Denver Broncos because they had a Frankenstein of an offense is score 20 points. So I will alert you and say, listen, the Broncos' defense was great. That's awesome. But they also weren't tested because teams didn't have to. Oh, man, three and out. We got a punt. Guess what the Broncos are going to do in three plays? Give us the ball back. The Broncos' offense sucked, okay? It stunk. It was a Frankenstein. Do what you want, Russ. Can you do a little bit of what I want, Russ? Hey, please, Russ. El Sierra, Russ. Nathaniel Hackett ruined this team. Absolutely the stench of Nathaniel Hackett was thick upon the Denver Broncos offense. Last year, I'm here to tell you that's gone. I'm here to tell you it smells fresh because of Sean Payton. But at the same time, I'm here to tell you that defense is going to get tested. And when you test them, Justin Simmons is going to make you pay. Justin Simmons is going to lead the league in interceptions. And I'm going to put the number again at six. Ty, make sure my math's right. But he he was tied for the lead league in interceptions with my man Tariq Woolen. Hey, George Payton, you want to do over on that? Huh? The Larry Turner yells not even going to make the team. And Tariq Woolen was the pick right after Delary Turner yell. Don't get me started on Montreal, Washington. Speaking of not going to make the team, Isaiah Pacheco, like stud running back for the Chiefs now. Thanks for that, George Payton. Are you on track, George? This team needs you to be on track, George. I think he is. I hope he is. Because if he's not, Sean Payton will replace him. Bottom line. Every time. Every time. Every time I do one of these solo shows, I end up going pro wrestling. And that's the bottom line, Mr. Tagliabue. Like, seriously. George Payton, you got to be better, dude. You helped put the Broncos in this crappy position. Now get them out. But Justin Simmons is going to lead the league in interceptions this year. Because you will have to test Denver. Denver will score. Denver will score. Let's put the number conservatively. I like the number 23 tie. For multiple reasons. So let's put it at 23. And I'm being conservative. But what did they score last year? Like 19 points a game, whatever it was. So, okay, it's going to be better. I'm not saying 28 points a game. I'm not saying 30 points a game. I'm saying, hey, 23, 24 points a game. That's around the league average. That's where they'll be. They're going to score more. And because of that, the defense is going to get tested. And when you test this defense, Justin Simmons will make you pay. Because there will be pressure coming from all over the place, and this is not revealing what I saw at mandatory minicamp. This is just telling you I know what Vance Joseph does. You know what Vance Joseph does. Besides, say, he's tall. He's a tall guy, right? So many great VJ drops over the years. He's a tall guy. You can have, like, a greatest hits. Of Vance. That's obvious. <laughs> you can have a greatest hits of Vance Joseph. It is. It's absolutely it's incredible. That's what it is. We know what Vance Joseph is going to do. We know how his defense is going to be aggressive. We know how he's going to be pre- bring pressure from everywhere. This isn't going to be the Vic Fangio every day, like, hey, just get pressure with zone and f- rush four and hope. Like, no, this is going to be aggressive. And Justin Simmons, who we already saw do great things as a defender last year, I feel he will be in a better position to make more plays this year. One, it's him. Two, it's VJ scheme with being aggressive. 
And three, it's the fact that the offense will score more points and at, that will force an opponent to be more bold. And when you're bold, Justin Simmons is going to make you wish that you weren't bold. So watch out for Justin Simmons this year. And in fact, and I've said it on Orange and Blue today, 3.30, digital, blah, 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 blah. Watch it, denversports.com. I've said it on Orange and Blue today. This secondary is incredible. When I look overall at the talent they're in, and I consider everyone that's here, and that is your cornerbacks, and that is your safeties as well. There are really good players from the secondary that might not make the team. There are really good players from this secondary that might get plucked from the practice squad. I am going to be super nervous when it's training camp and it's the end of the preseason and you're cutting guys and you're, like, trying to sneak them through to the practice squad. There are, and I, you know, can't tell you what we've seen out of practice, everybody. But there are some players, some younger players, that's like, you better either get this guy on the team because he's not going to make it through to the practice squad. Like, at all. So, this secondary, although it would look better with Tariq Wollin and better without Delarian Turner-Yell, who I've taken zero notes on this year, by the way. Zero. Not one. Not a one. Not a, hey, nice play. Not a, hey, look at this. Not, no, nothing. Zero. Got plenty of notes on Caden Stearns. Plenty of notes on P.J. Locke. That dude's everywhere. Love P.J. Locke. Love Caden Stearns. Just worried about him staying healthy. He's been healthy since his freshman year at Texas, basically. But I look in the secondary. I got, you got playmakers left and right. Hey, hey, uh, Sean Payton, you dropped something. Hey, Vance, Vance Joseph, you dropped something. Oh, yeah, what's that? Oh, yeah, 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 that's secondary help, whatever. I got a ton of that. It's falling out of my pockets. That's what this team has. So when I consider all the options for the Denver Broncos this season, and I go, you know, where... Because the offense is going to be better, but they're not going to be great. This is going to be a good offense. It's not going to be a great offense. It's just not, okay? Sean Payton, much respect. And I know I've battled with people on Twitter, which is the worst thing ever. It's the lowest common denominator. If you think you're a big deal on Twitter, I want to remind you I had a low member number on the X-Files chat room back in the 90s. So I'm really important. Twitter doesn't matter. Twitter's irrelevant. Twitter's useless. I always laugh when people, even my man Mace... Even Mama and Mace, love you, Mace. When they're like, oh, Twitter's really gone downhill. I'm like, Twitter was always downhill. <laughs> what do you mean Twitter's gone downhill? Twitter's always been there in the cesspool of life and existence. Wow, it's really changed since Elon. No, no, it's still garbage, still trash, still Twitter. So I've argued with plenty of people on Twitter about like, well, hey, what's going to happen with this defense? Like, no, 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 listen. And what's going to happen with this offense? Like, the, the people on Twitter are like, well, Sean Payton's always had a top five passing game. Again, hey, sat nerd. Hey, statty. I I can I have Google. I have pro football reference, right? I don't need to know the stats. I already know the stats, baby. Let's talk about the film. Let's talk ball. When I talk ball about this team, this offense is going to be like 2021 Saints. If you want to know what I think, I'm not revealing anything that I've seen, ladies and gentlemen, but if you want to know what I think and I project the Broncos' offense to be, it's the Jameis Winston Saints. If you watch those seven games with Jameis, and he was pretty good, but he wasn't great, this offense is going to be pretty good. It's not going to be great. This defense is going to need playmakers. This defense is going to need your Justin Simmons to get those pick sixes, and I believe he will. And if he has six picks, I bet a couple of them are returned for touchdowns. Justin Simmons is ready to flourish and explode like you've never even seen it before. And we're talking about an all-pro. 
the best version of an All-Pro is coming this season to the Mile High City, and that is Justin Simmons. It's Denver Sports tonight. I'm Cecil Lammy. And when it comes to the Denver Broncos, people want to know about those running backs. Um, I had a little bit of a scare about the running backs this week. Do we need to be? I'll tell you next. Station 104.3 The Fan presents Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil Lammy here talking about the Denver Broncos and Denver Sports Tonight. DenverSports.com is where you want to go. My man Ty on the 1s and 2s. And We have our Denver Sports Daily every morning hot and fresh to your inbox. It is all the top Denver sports news from Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, and Broncos, and other stuff. <laughs> it is denversports.com, our Denver Sports Daily. Sign up for it. It's free, and we don't have any paywalls. So come on over, denversports.com, bookmark it, go there every day. And we certainly appreciate you because, again, as I said in the first segment when on my diatribe, like, you want fair coverage of your teams. You don't want to hear everything's terrible. And those, and I'm, I'm alerting friends when I say this. Those who have a business plan of everything has to be positive is doing a disservice to the fans. It's actually patronizing and it's lying to the fans. So if you run a business and you want people to enjoy your business, don't just say everything has to be positive all the time. That's not reality. That's not how the world works. Okay? Nobody wants to hear Broncos suck, everything sucks. I was asking or I was asked, I guess I should say. I won't get too specific because... You never know who's listening, but I was asked uh, recently by someone like, hey, why don't you talk to What's-His-Face anymore? I was like, because I already know what it's going to be. It's going to be life sucks, work sucks, everything sucks. Like, I don't need to hear that. Like, I, you know, I'm sorry that life sucks, but uh, you can find some silver linings. And that's why coverage, like life, needs to be fair. It needs to be balanced. It can't be everything's perfect, everything is awesome. It's not the Lego movie, Okay. But at the same time, it's not everything's terrible and it's the worst thing ever. I think that type of coverage is also bogus because it's inauthentic. And I think one thing, did we learn anything from the Nuggets? Did we learn a damn thing from the Denver Nuggets? And if we did, it should be this. There's a lot of coverage from filthy casuals that is inauthentic. It's not real because there was no time put into it. And there was no effort put into it. And there's no results from it. And I think that's a problem in society in general. It's just every take has to be like a hot take, you know. It's how guys like Perkins or whoever, like, they get the the microphone. Winhorst, what is Winhorst? Uh, has he eaten the microphone yet? Like, when he's saying uh, the Lakers are the greatest team that ever got swept. Like, what? Seriously? That's just dumb. That's dumb. Don't be dumb. Okay. I'm not saying that he wind horse is dumb. I'm saying don't have dumb takes like that. Have takes that may be wrong, that may end up looking dumb, but don't have them just to, to have them because you have to mention the Lakers or else people are going to tune out. Like, I think we learned something from the Nuggets. And I think we learned that when you authentically cover a team, when you have the authentic information, you knew that they were going to get it. You knew... And again, I'm not a filthy casual, but I am a basketball fan. And because of my job, 
I can't watch as much basketball as I would like because I'm watching Brit and Covey film. I said that earlier, like, and and I love that. I'm not complaining. Um, you know, I'm a former blue collar guy. I know what it's like to swing a hammer and build barns and you know pour concrete and mow grass. I was a landscaper when I moved to Denver. I was a machinist here. Uh, shout out SNH Products. Like, I I know what physical blue collar work is all about. I'm not complaining that my job is football. I'm just explaining to you that even I, as a basketball fan who doesn't get to watch as much as he wants to, knew the Denver Nuggets were going to win it all. Not because I'm a Nuggets fan, because I'm not. Not because I'm some sort of homer, because I'm not. I'm not a Nuggets fanboy. I just know basketball, and that team was excellent almost all season. So when you look at the situation, you go, what did we learn from the Denver Nuggets? Well, we learned who you're going to listen to. And man alive, you gotta have, you got to put in the time. And God bless, it was at least the Salters that's like, I haven't even seen Jokic play in person. Like, she's getting booed, right? Is that right, Ty? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I feel bad, whatever. But like, hey, go watch Jokic. It's worth your time, you know. That's authenticity. And I think in life and in sports... We just need more authenticity. Not everything that I say about the Broncos is going to come true. As much as I wish it would, not every you know player profile that I write and scouting report that I have is going to be accurate. When guys like Tariq Woolen hit and everyone's like, wow, you were right about Tariq Woolen, I say, one, thank you. But two, also go, yeah, yeah, I know. It's when guys don't hit. It's when I learn, like, well, what did I miss, right? But it's authentic. I'm telling you. No one's going to work harder at scouting these prospects than me. And I'm not going to go on Twitter because it's a cesspool and talk about how I'm the greatest insider of all time and then not show up to Broncos minicamp. Like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do those things. I'm going to go to the Senior Bowl. I'm going to go to the Shrine Bowl. I'm going to go to Pro Days, right? I'm going to put in that time. I'm going to be authentic. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right about everything, but I'm going to be authentic. And I think with the Nuggets, that's what we learned. There's too much inauthenticity out there. Are we done? 55-11? Close enough. That's a wrap for tonight's program. It is Denver Sports Tonight again. Check out denversports.com. He is Ty, the man of the box. I am Cecil Lammy saying thanks for listening, everybody. Certainly appreciate you. Thanks much. Stay frosty.